progress. Yeah, yeah record. Ah, uh, what a week! What a week! What a freaking week! And they hit the club and turned the crowd to a monster. I, I, didn't, I didn't watch any Batman this week, but I read a lot of Batman. A lot of Batmans. I I hit the club and turned the crowd into a mosh pit. No, you didn't. Don't lie. Don't you remember that Foster Domus classic from? Yeah, but you're not. Are you he? How long ago was this? <laughs> that was fucking 2012, maybe. Decade ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah, as a background, used to be fun. Used to party, have good times and stuff. But <laughs> now your room's purple, so that's something. Not anymore. Now I don't have fun. No fun. No fun. Like the Stooges song. No fun. Uh, fucking. Oh. This is VHS cult. I'm sweet Kyle. I hit the club, turn the crowd to a mosh pit. <laughs> we know you don't. We just want to really show any fun anymore. I uh, am never been fun ever, not even once. It's and your name is Sean. No, I don't have a name. Names are too fun. Sean McDermott. I don't believe in one of names. the leaders of the Easter Rising. That's he was not a lot of fun either. He got killed. <laughs> That's <laughs> no fun. They killed him. Being killed is no fun at all. Oh, did you see the that uh, the the Joker scene they released for uh, Batman? Yeah, I'm glad they cut that shit. Mm-hmm. Served no purpose at all. Mm-mm. I think like they're trying to do a Hannibal Lecter thing, but it didn't really do anything. It's a cute idea having Joker be like a Hannibal Lecter figure in it, but movies are too long. Don't need that shit. <laughs> Plus, he doesn't really say anything. He's just like, ah, he's a kook. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's uh, he wets his pants. It's the McDonald tri- triad. He's, <laughs> He's probably torturing pets and likes yeah. fires too. Yeah. All right, I'm a joker. I'll be five dollars. Damn, Joker's fucking genius. He's a oh. Genius. I'm gonna say they could have revealed that he could have like alluded to the uh, you know, the fact that he's gonna blow up the entire city or something. But nope. How would the Joker know? Exactly though, but that's like he's in the he's in the mind of this guy, you know. Um. Yeah. Just that yeah, he's, you know, he's on to bigger and better things than just um, killing corrupt city officials, is I guess what I would be getting at. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, I guess that could have been, make it relevant to the plot, but it's it's fine. They yeah, I mean, they could have cut, they could have cut together. the Joker scene they had in there, I would have been okay with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, you don't always gotta put a Joker in that shit. I saw someone made a good argument, though, like, if you're a big fan of Batman and you get the chance to, like, make a Batman movie, you're probably going to do, like, every cool idea you've ever had. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I'll probably I'll put the Joker in there. <laughs> and Harley Quinn falls in love with the Batman. Hell yeah. No, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, and there's explicit <laughs> sex. Oh, my God. That's why they will. They the can't first let ever me. billion dollar NC seventeen rated movie. Yeah. They can't let me near any commercial property because <laughs> yeah, my idea for everything is fucking explicit sex in it. That's what <laughs> society's been missing. I think someone belongs in Arkham Asylum. Hmm? Yeah. Crazy, right? No, I'm trying to uh, cultivate a John Waters like mystique where, but he publicly put major public pervert. But it's as far as I know. Never really done a did a thing. He's not a creep, yeah. <laughs> Which is what I'm all about. Sex is cool. Being a creep, not that cool. Dating girls and having sex with them, totally fine. Killing them, that's where I draw the line. 
I feel like the line should be further, several steps back from killing them. But I mean, I yeah. appreciate your angle. All the other stuff too, but you know. Um, so I mean, again, I did write read a lot of Batman this week. Like I'm catch up on all of the new Fifty Two. Um, yeah, I don't know, like a lot of Joker shit in there too. Um, yeah. There's a this Sean Murphy did like a, did a, something called White Knight, and like the first, uh, I guess, first series is pretty good. The sequel he did isn't as great, but the whole uh, consensus is that that the Joker is. Uh, uh, he's, he's healed himself just as a kind of like a, a fuck you to Batman almost. Wow. <laughs> I guess that's cute. For and then, the, then it kind of goes into like the whole like, you know, Batman is a uh, drain on the city and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, uh, the part I didn't like though is that uh, for some reason there's now two Harley Quinns and this dude has a weird old Harley Quinn fetish. It's very apparent. That's fine. He's gonna, as long as he doesn't. Um, Create like a self-insert character for Harley Quinn to fall in love with. That's no, no. The, his, I think his self-insert character is Batman because in the end, of the second one, Harley Quinn and Batman are, are kind of canoodling. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like that at all. I don't. I do find Batman incredibly unrelatable. You know what I mean? So <laughs> seeing Batman as like my my author insert is like I it's beyond the realm of possibility for me. You don't want to see yourself as like a super cool uh, macho genius guy who knows everything and can beat up everyone, even Superman. Nah, even Lex really. Luthor wants to be Batman. Not really. There's like, so many unappealing characteristics about him. Like, yeah, he's a real... yeah, just he just it's not my not my style, not my vibe. I have my own like style of masculinity that I much prefer. Batman, not so much. Maybe a little bit in the Reeves Batman, where he's um just a troubled youth with uh, smoky eyes. I I, I, get <laughs> I get that kind of uh, masculinity, but I think he's a little a little socially stunted. <laughs> Aren't we all in some way? I too spent too much time on the internet in my formative years, Batman. I understand. <laughs> Look into my eyes. All right. It's working. <laughs> Go in there. As mentioned just moments ago, my personal hero is John Waters. Uh, I'm not exactly playing by the, the rules. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't play by your rules, society. Society. Yeah, I'm a, real, I'm a real Joker type figure. Because nah. even that's like still play, at least yeah. the way people generally relate to it in real life is they're still playing by the... Uh, within the confines of uh, heteronormative masculinity and stuff, right? Not a lot of... Uh, That's lot why of, Kevin Smith's not, Batmans didn't take off, because he had, he had the Joker making too many gay jokes. Yeah. Also, uh, Kevin Smith doing that sort of story, I, mean, I don't know how tasteful it would be. <laughs> <laughs> you mean chasing Amy? Chasing Amy. <laughs> you know, we're, uh, the one where Ben Affleck turns a lesbian. I mean, I no, I not that one. The other one. I don't have a problem with that conceptually. That's yeah. Sexuality is a broad spectrum. People aren't locked into their sexuality. Yada yada yada. But you know, <laughs> I haven't seen Chasing Amy in Since twenty we were years. Kids, yeah. yeah, so I don't, I don't know how well it holds up to the test of time. But I couldn't say either. I haven't seen it since like nineteen. It hasn't been canceled by the TikTok kids, as far as I know. So maybe it's all right. Maybe it hasn't crossed their path yet. I mean, let's start doing it. some TikTok memes and see what happens. Well, that's, uh, so speaking of John Waters again, he was interviewed by the New York Times or something recently. And um, 
he was doing his regular John Waters stuff, you know, like making jokes about how stupid everything is. Like J.K. Rowling needs some preparation H and shit like that. But uh, that shit doesn't work. I can tell you, as a guy with him works, you know, you don't, you don't, <laughs> preparation H doesn't do shit. Yeah, you just need more fiber in your diet. That's the solution. Yeah, fiber um, and walking in the water. Uh, they asked him something about like, you know, his harshest critics or whatever, and he's like, I don't have critics because, like, yeah, John Waters, uh, you know what I mean? He's not <laughs> mainstream enough to for it yeah, to, me too. I don't have critics yeah. either. <laughs> but um, he did follow it up and be like, oh, based on how things are these days, my uh, if my most likely critics would be like young liberal teens, and I was like, you know what? He's probably right. Because if you show like these uh, TikTok kids pink flamingos, I think they have a lot of problems with it. It's interesting to think about because I'm a big fan of John Waters and transgressive art in general. And I think like transgressive art, even if it's for, for the sake of being shocking, like good, bad taste, like John Waters is uh, important to promote radical thinking. But there is like a lot of people who fashion themselves left-wing or the aesthetics of like left-wing on the internet are kind of really conservative about art and sexuality and human expression and stuff which is pretty interesting because i feel like uh society has gotten quite a bit more conservative in my lifetime and not in the I don't mean in the edgy right wing where oh I'm not allowed to say slurs anymore. Yeah, you but, mean more like confrontational art kind of way. Yeah, more like experimenting with social norms. Like that's like everything's becoming a lot more rigid and codified socially. Like people arguing about kink at Pride every year is like fucking. What are you talking about? <laughs> like that's the whole point of Pride, is people. These are people that aren't allowed to express their sexuality publicly under most circumstances so absolutely like go wild no no it's about families or something now no fuck that i mean i don't i don't really have a little dog in the fight here so i don't know yeah i'm well i i think i mentioned before uh the like concessions that um the lgbt community has had to make to be accepted accepted more in a broader society have not benefited the LGBT community, right? It was like I said. Oh, I don't out. know if that's necessarily true, but well, they were the, the thing. It was. It's about. It, they were forced to move away from the origin, the, the transgressive, radical origins of that community, and become more nor- heteronormative to be accepted, right? There was society didn't make any major concessions for them. It was the opposite, which is always what happens, right? Is you have to concede to the will of society, not that yeah. society doesn't ever broaden to accept other people. So I don't know, just something I was thinking about. Um, I don't know. And that's that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just some shit. I've been thinking about. Still like pretty depressed. Um, better than I was last week. So that means I uh just spent a lot of time about it. thinking about shit that I guess doesn't really matter for me day to day and it's not going to solve any of my personal problems but it's uh, more interesting to think about than um, my personal problems so do you want to hear about how I I think Blink-182 destroyed punk music forever (laughs) (laughs) I mean I guess after that diatribe why not 
<laughs> I mean, it's pretty simple. So the commodification of punk in the 90s after grunge broke through, right? Uh, even Rance is probably a little responsible for it. Green Day, Offspring, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the larger society capitalism saw that, oh, punk music is it's a commodity. We can make money off of it, right? And then the, the guys to do it the best, Blink-182. And there, there's even quotes from them back in the day talking shit about Fugazi for playing $5 shows and making fun of Riot Girl and shit. And it's just basically like Blink-182 didn't have any of the integrity of punk music. And obviously, there's different waves in punk music where there's not a coherent ideology all the time as, lo- as much as a lot of people like to think it's always been significantly left-wing and focused. I mean, that's not the case, right? There's a reason why street punk and oi brought in all like the right wing in Britain and kind of ruined the British punk scene. And the same thing in like Southern California hardcore and shit. Right. But I just like Nirvana as a good example and the other <laughs> punk bands that were got big initially in like the mid nineties, they were still attuned to like the uh, radical nature of punk, right? Like uh, feminism and anti-capitalism, blah, blah, blah. In broadly speaking, and then Blink-22 didn't care about that shit at all, did they? They were just about having a good time um, kissing Well, I mean, I don't and... know if you've noticed this, but, like, the people that uh, that actually have any ideals for anything really never make any, any money ever. Right, but Blink-22 <laughs> became so all-encompassing of what punk was, especially to people a little bit younger than me and onwards, is the reason why... Yeah, I mean, Kelly, <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean? well, like, I, for sure. But I mean, here's the problem, like, because punk was basically it was on it was dying anyways, right? Nah, punk will never die. Okay, you can tell yourself that all those old punk rockers can still tell themselves that. But I mean, the reason um, Blink-182 was able to basically steer the entire punk scene one way is because at that point, not a lot of people cared about punk anymore. Oh, no, it's they just had the most appealing sound. And they were easily marketable. They were right, but they and th- for the majority of people didn't care enough about any other kind of punk music to steer it another direction. Oh that's yeah, why. but that, I mean that's still a consequence of society commodifying something. You, you come you know, something that was anti culture or <laughs> subculture. Punk is well, punk, again. You've said it. Punk is weird sometimes. Yeah, I mean, and there was little blips too, right? Like Blondie. Came from the punk scene. The Ramones were pretty big at one point. I mean, way late in their career. <laughs> but The Clash were um, pretty big, you know? Clash was big in England. Sex Pistols, obviously, but they're a joke. Um, <laughs> I do like, How public, dare you? I like public image, uh, Johnny, Johnny Rotten's band after Sex Pistols. But Sex Pistols are a joke, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not just being like, fuck, Blink-182, those pieces of shit. They have a lot of good songs, and it's good music, whatever, and they were honest about their intentions, right? They wanted to make money making music, and so they did. But, like, I mean, it still sucks. That was it. <laughs> that was fucking, that was, I think. That you can was, bring it back. You want to make fun? Go ahead and make fun funk album. You know, because it's all out there. Maybe it's all kind of whack now, based on all the like scenes I've looked into through the internet, where like the hardcore now is rock and roll's dead, and every subgenre is dead. Hyper masculine and uh, hardcore always sucked. Yeah, I'll stake my fucking flag on that right here. Hardcore is kind of like the my least favorite subgenre of punk. 
But, uh, yeah, whatever. Blink-182 did that shit. That's why you have Machine Gun Kelly and all this other stupid I mean, shit. It's a, there's, a, there's a line of people. Blink-182 is just green standing green. on the shoulders of, of the giants that are Green Day. Yeah, Blink-182 is the logical extension of Green Day. And Green Day is the logical extension of... Uh, well, there's probably some punk-adjacent band in the 80s that made Green Day possible. <laughs> I forgot about... I think Husker Du had some uh, mainstream <laughs> crossover in the late 80s. I wish that Husker didn't. <laughs> Husker Du... Husker Don'ts. Husker Du's got some good songs, I guess. I mean, they're more like power pop. I don't... Let's get into all the different... <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk subgenres, guys. Do you think Smashing Pumpkins' early, early work could be considered shoegaze? I, you know, I think I don't ever like to think about Smashing Pumpkins. The end. I think he was, he was at least partially inspired by shoegaze. How about uh, the uh, Black Flag's album, uh, My War, the second half of it, where it got really slow and sludgy? That's the whole oh, reason it exists. One. Do I remember that? I, mean, I probably remember. I don't know if I remember the album. I'm, I'm making another hot take about punk music that no one cares about and probably yeah, is agreed upon by uh, punk historians. Black Flag's My War. That's the whole reason the Seattle grunge scene exists. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Also, I guess the Pixies a little bit because uh, the Nirvana, the Nirvana stuff, <laughs> kind of <laughs> like the Pixies. Loud, quiet, loud. Um, what other hot? It's a, it's a sound sandwich. I mean, when uh, <laughs> I guess I'm just hearkening back to um my like 14 year old mentality because Blink One Eight Two. Yeah, I, let me blew, tell you, you definitely are. <laughs> when I when Blink One Eight Two blew up, I was already like into real punk, and yeah, Blink One Eight Two sells. So I don't give a fuck about that shit. And well, you know what? I think there's a little bit of truth to that. <laughs> obviously nothing wrong with pop music i like pop music too now at this point in my life but maybe 14 year old kyle he was he was a real purist he had a lot of good ideas <laughs> he, uh, he uncritically the fucking sync there's just like when he two just in sync with guitars yeah I, I uncritical support for any form of anarchism at 14 didn't put any thought into it i just said you know what the anarchy in the UK. Hell yeah. Let's I'm back to it. Fuck that shit. <laughs> anarchy at all costs. Oh, it was Mina's birthday this week. How'd you celebrate? Um, I completely didn't even know about it. Hmm. So I what day was it? I'll tell you. Uh oh shit. You don't even know? You stupid you are terrible. Thursday. I know it was the twenty fourth, which was Thursday. Akira Kurosawa's birthday was on the twenty third, so I watched Kagamusha. I don't know what I did on Thursday. I don't actually know what I did on Thursday. <laughs> we went to the zoo on Wednesday, right? Mm, yeah, because he barred the battle. Yeah, I don't think I did anything on Thursday. Huh. What did I do on Thursday? Did I go to the gym? I go uh, to the gym every day. So you didn't listen to twice? Uh, no, I've been really into Shannon and the Clams this week. I've talked about Hunks and his punks quite a bit on the podcast. Mostly the uh, whatever happened to Hunks and his punks. But one of the punks, Shannon Shaw, had her own band, Shannon and the Clams. I didn't realize they kept making music. They were in Hunks, though. And they did. And uh, their album from 2021 is really good. So I've been listening to that. Not when I work out, out, though. 
When I work out, I have to like listen to, like really specific shit. Just pure Metallica. It's just uh, entertaining man and repeat. I do listen to a lot of thrash, but um, I think I like Slayer. Slayer's my that's my thrash band out of the big four. Uh, problematic lyrics in Slayer songs, I guess. Whatever, they're just a bunch of dumb honkies making <laughs> honky music. Fuck it, it just makes me lift weights harder. <laughs> I don't care about that. I'm just here for the lifting weights ability. <laughs> Hell yeah. <clears throat> I mean, there's problematic lyrics uh, across rock and roll. They're, Holiday in Cambodia, Jello Biafra says the N-word. He, I mean, like all of his songs, he's embodying a character in it, so it's not like he's actually expressing his own opinion or using it. <laughs> still, you're not allowed to say that. <laughs> but it is like, the 80s really were a different time, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> but let's cancel him. Let's cancel Jello now. I don't know if he can get any more canceled. <laughs> he doesn't have much of a public. He doesn't really have. A, he's not a public figure of any kind anymore. But fucking, that's it. Don't ever listen to Dead Kennedys. Actually, I mean, honestly, you cancel John Waters right now. He's not really. Who gives a shit? No yeah. one cares. He's uh, not doing anything. I think people should stop listening to Dead Kennedys though, just because of how embarrassing East Bay Ray got. <laughs> Like, we gotta vote for Joe Biden, Dead Kennedys. We're gonna market, make, release some new Dead Kennedys merchandise for Joe Biden, for Joe Byron. Joe Biden. That's corny as shit. I mean, obviously, I have uh, more aggressively negative opinions about Biden, but even beyond that, just uh, to <laughs> Dead Kennedys merchandise. You just have negatively aggressive opinions about anything that's meaner from twice. <laughs> Hell yeah, she's the best. There's plenty of other. Um, there's plenty of other Korean pop idols I also don't have negative <laughs> no, opinions about. Beautiful women of all types <laughs> that I have positive opinions about. <laughs> I'm in love with Catwoman, <laughs> Zoe Kravitz. Megan the Stallion has a really gorgeous face. I mean, I love her body too. I just wanted to point <laughs> out. I wanted, just wanted to point out that she has a really gorgeous she, face. She's the perfect woman, man. <laughs> she's standing like a stallion, as Future said, not in reference to making a stallion, but just but, you I know, mean, you know, powerful women. She's right. He's right. Mm. They're right. We're all right. Yeah, we're all we're all gonna be all right. Kendrick Lamar said that. Yeah, he's wrong though. That we gonna be all. Some right. of us aren't gonna be all right. I mean, I'll probably be okay, right? Yep. I'm gearing up for my second act. The cards are all gonna fall into place. I'm gonna make my room blue. Blue, I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. I usually just go with this purple color, though. I like it. It makes you happy. What's the? Um, isn't there a color that's supposed to make you happy? There's a happy color, right? I uh, listeners send me an email to to an article Wait, about this. I can't remember exactly the details of the article, but there was so yellow has like a very positive and negative effect on certain people, and if I recall, there was like a. Genetic or like anthropolo- anthropological reason why people have uh, such extreme like or dislike for yellow. And, um, I can't remember what the details of it were. Someone hooked me up with that article, probably Kyle at McVentureProductions.com. I fucking can't stand yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yellow. Fuck you, yellow. I'm looking at pictures of Megan and Stallion now. <laughs> That's important. Sure, why not? I can do two <laughs> things at once. Yeah, I remember the Elden Ring episode. Yeah, the haters said it couldn't be done. They said <laughs> they were right. They like that we've never seen content like this before. If only there was an entire platform built on this style of content. 
Maybe that several. we are streaming on at this very second. <laughs> Maybe several. Just plenty of let's play YouTubes. I mean, I can show pictures of Megan Stein on a stream, I guess. But this is mostly an audio. Uh, Make that the background so everyone knows what I stand for. <laughs> Big beautiful Stallions. Big beautiful Oh, no. Woman. I just got a bunch of pictures of horses. Oh, you got to be making the stallion. The stallion. The stallion. The stallion. The stallion. I wonder what her workout's like. She's definitely got to work out hard to maintain that body. It's a lot of squats. A lot of, a lot of bell exercises. That one thing where you uh, hump the barbell. <laughs> <laughs> Put it over your hips and do thrusts. Oh, the, 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 There's oh, a lot of Zumba. She's in a Zumba class. What, a great, what a great transition. So listen to the podcast. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a muscle guy. I'm a workout guy, right? I like it. Um, but at this point in my life, though, I've been exercising, lifting weights off and on, working out, doing that sort of shit. Well, close to 20 years. I guess technically I've been playing basketball since I was like five, right? So most of my life doing some form of athletics. My point being that at this point, I got my body Why can't figured I out. I'm pretty like keyed into my body and the mechanics of how it works and stuff. I know enough where like, even though I'm a muscle guy, I love working out. I don't really follow or interact more with the broad fitness culture that exists because honestly, it's a uh, embarrassing. Yeah, the politics and so psychology <laughs> of it is like not like it's steeped in toxic masculinity or a style of masculinity that doesn't appeal to me, et cetera. Et I mean, cetera. just a general unhealthy lifestyle. Right. So I, I don't interact with it much, but occasionally I will watch like fitness adjacent videos, basically just Something like, where's coming up. I gotta feel it. Like if I'm bored with like my workout routine, I'll like watch videos where it's like, Oh, try these uh, exercises for your adults. You know what I mean? It's like you try different shoulder exercises and shit. But because of that, the beautiful, wonderful, amazing YouTube algorithm recommended a video to me that I think is going to change my life. And it is the benefits of semen retention. <laughs> That's right. This is some great, nut, great nuts bullshit. <laughs> semen retention. It's gonna work. So I last uh, masturbation. Thinking, don't do it. Not good for you. I mentioned I'm worried that, or not worried, but I'm, I'm like angry that I've kind of plateaued with like uh, my weight, and it might be I'm putting on at this I would point. Love to see the I'm not trying to put on more muscle, but uh, I'm trying to burn fat. Again. Shut up about your goddamn muscles. We're interested in the semen retention. But anyways, uh, the problem, the reason why I'm not burning fat fast enough, I'm not getting as lean as I want, is because. You don't retain enough of your I'm semen. Not retaining enough of my semen. Yeah, it's gonna make me more powerful, more explosive, um, more annoying on the internet. I think it just makes you irritated, <laughs> annoying, <laughs> possibly more misogynistic. Um, it, it's gonna do a, a whole bunch of wonderful things. Hold on, let me see if I can find. I don't know if it makes you more misogynistic. <laughs> I don't know. The people that are hell into it are um, seeing. Yeah, I think that's like a side effect of <laughs> sliding into it. Yeah. You know? Well, let me see if I can find the article or whatever. Yeah, semen retention benefits. Actually, I... uh, here, four benefits of not ejaculating and practicing semen retention. Um, this includes it with women too, right? Yeah, exactly. Number one, that's um, a higher likelihood of prostate cancer, guaranteed. That's definitely not Which true. Is a, it's actually that's a, the opposite. Yeah, that's why if you retain your semen, you're going to get prostate cancer. That's one of the benefits of it. 
All right. The benefits of not ejaculating might surprise you. All right. Yeah, I'm already surprised. Uh, the mental benefits of not ejaculating. Semen retention proponents cite a myriad of positive mental and emotional outcomes as practice. You may notice a reduction of stress or anxiety in your daily life, along with a corresponding increase in motivation when it comes to your work. Completing projects around the house or the pursuit of other goals. Ugh. Perhaps more obvious is a renewed sense of self-control you'll gain what? from abstinence. I, okay, I don't know about the last one. Everything else before that was bullshit. <laughs> All these, I don't know about there's like some feeling of self. Maybe you feel good about yourself. It's like, yeah, I'm so powerful. I control my 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 urges. But oh, yeah, you the rest of it was fucking nonsense. Yeah, you. The last part you can absolutely convince yeah. yourself of your achievements. That's just mind story. over yeah, yeah matter kind of bullshit. I already get that from uh, lifting weights. That's the whole thing. Is it's like meditation for me. Uh, uh, the iron never lies. Henry Rollins figured it out like 20 years ago. <laughs> Speaking of punk rock figures, <clears throat> all these benefits can be traced back to the aforementioned increase in testosterone levels. I don't know if there's any science that uh, retaining ejaculating. Yeah, I don't know if that's true at all. I don't know why that would be the case. It seems like if you're ejaculating a lot, then your body would have to work harder to make more. Uh... I, you know, honestly, I just, as far as testosterone levels, I think it's I think it's diet, sleep, and exercise, right? Yeah, basically working out more is how you increase your testosterone, and then also it's like. It's only gonna go so far, you know. That's why all, all these uh, fitness gurus uh, take extra testosterone and shit. <laughs> no, 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 I'm I'm clean, man. I'm clean. <clears throat> uh, they've many men who have practiced semen retention have reported greater greater overall happiness and satisfaction in their lives. Never. Others have purportedly experienced deeper, more meaningful relationships with their significant other. How do you do that by not having sex? That shit does not make any sense. <laughs> we were talking, Kyle. Yeah. Conversation. Okay. okay. <laughs> they, claim, they claim that the taking the focus away from sexual pursuits allowed them to instead concentrate on the others, other facets of their love lives. I am not... Why? Well, how much time are you spending thinking about sex, yeah, that's you the fucking weirdos? I'm not so overwhelmingly hysterical about having sex all the time that I'm not able to... um see my partner as a human being or worry about their needs and wants and you know and health and stuff i i can do it all i can do it all without having to not um come. <laughs> i can even play the elden ring at the same time yeah. it's fine <laughs> while it's nigh impossible to prove these anecdotal assertions no shit the, that, i'm not gonna read the rest of it oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, physical benefits here's the important shit uh Elevated testosterone levels have been reported for no following improvement. Reported or like researched? Uh, actually, it says linked. So, you know, for, well, maybe. Uh, thicker hair. Which There's a I, correlation. Uh, this is what you get thicker hair, increased muscle growth, greater energy levels, improved sperm quality. So, all this is, yeah, if you have healthy levels of testosterone. Yep. There you go. The problem is I don't think retaining your semen increases your testosterone levels. Uh, the sexual benefits of not ejaculating. Now, here's the important stuff. But obviously, you come real fast. <laughs> well, actually, many men have, who have abstained from ejaculating for a significant period of time have reported that doing so has actually improved their sex lives. A longer, more intense orgasm is the most often credited result. I mean, yeah, if you don't orgasm for a while, the first one's going to be great. Well, the belief can also be seen in ancient practices like tantric sex or more modern ones. Like no, Asian. tantric sex, it's not that, but okay. Tantric sex, 
is uh, you have sex with the goal of having an orgasm. You just prolong. Yeah, he prolongs it. Yeah, it's, it's a really about, long sex. Yeah, it's not about uh, not ever. <laughs> and you can have <laughs> you can you can do it once a day even. Yeah. Uh, it may also be beneficial as an ex- exercise to help support in curing premature ejaculation. I don't believe that. <laughs> no way. <laughs> also, um, you're just gonna have a uh, fucking nocturnal emissions if you don't ask. Wait, no. Are way. they trying? Are they trying to imply that maybe you do still do the sex, but you just don't do the, the orgasm part? Well, no. I think that it's more like you just go along. You don't uh, masturbate or anything like that, and oh. you have an unhealthy relationship, so you only have sex like once a week. Or you have kids and stuff. Obviously, people get busier when they have kids and a whole bunch of other shit going on. I don't mean to imply that if you only have sex like once a week, your relationship is necessarily unhealthy. But uh, I don't know. Sometimes people do have unhealthy relationships where they don't have sex. It's pretty weird. <laughs> once a week. <laughs> once a week. The uh, healthy number, in my experience, is like at least once or twice a day. Yeah, that's for you. You don't have no kids, so yeah. I mean, if you don't <laughs> or like any... a honestly, most of the time, not even a real job. Yeah, and that, that's how that's I choose. The that's how I choose to live my life, and uh, one of the great benefits of it is I can have more sex. So, yeah. <laughs> which is something I'm pretty into. So, um, anyhow, I don't think I'm gonna try semen retention because I don't believe any of this shit, and uh, I like to ejaculate. I'll be honest about it. it feels good. No, uh, you're doing it wrong, man. It's supposed to. You're most supposed to feel bad about it afterwards. Yeah, uh, I'm sure people listening to have uh, pieces the some of the the they put together some of the puzzle pieces about my personality and um with regards to things that make me feel good. I'm really into it. Sometimes into ejaculation. <laughs> sometimes to the uh, the, the it's until it causes <laughs> negative effects on the rest of my life. Until <laughs> I'm just ejaculating all over everything. It's talking more about like drugs and alcohol, but uh, there's no way I'll ever stop ejaculating. Yeah, but, no, <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry, God. What does the drugs and alcohol have to do with ejaculation? You've, you've crossed wires. Dopamine. Chasing dopamine all the time. Yeah, but you're not chasing ejaculations. This is, this is what we're talking about. Actually, I guess there, there's going to be male birth control pills. So like, that'll probably prevent me from ejaculating. So I guess... To be more accurate, I'll never stop yeah, I, having orgasm. <laughs> I think you you just shoot blanks is how it works. Oh, so it's just semen but no sperm. Yeah, you know, like when you have a vasectomy. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Or maybe For some the sperm reason I thought just like, I thought you got a vasectomy, yeah. but then you had another kid, and I was like, oh, I guess that didn't happen. <laughs> Why did no, it didn't happen? I was supposed to, but then we didn't. Uh, we kept delaying it, and then I'm like, oh, the baby. Oh. Well, you should have practiced semen retention. <laughs> Obviously. I was just doing tantric sex. I guess I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you forgot the crucial final step where you don't not do it, Not ejaculating. You don't What's the point? You know? So that you can have the really painful balls. <laughs> you the experience of a woman. <laughs> really painful balls. Never, yeah. uh, never climaxing. Yeah, so I don't think semen retention shit's going to work for me, but I am going to try the raw meat diet. <laughs> Nothing but raw meat? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's definitely good for your heart. Yeah. I noticed a lot of people getting sick and dying and shit from it, but I want to be badass eating a buffalo heart. <laughs> wow. They cook Heart-ish. those, you know? 
back then back in the like back in the day that's like the, the honestly the, the the reason that humans were able to evolve i believe um from cooking the meat? research yeah. is from cooking meat because it unlocks a bunch of nutrients that that otherwise we can't our well, bodies it's also can't much easier easier for our body to digest it yeah that's what i'm getting at so yeah. uh you fucking idiots also, in addition to that, um, we uh, basically have very narrow idea of what um, primitive man ate with their diet. Yeah, like. they probably ate meat very rarely, and mostly ate what they could forage, which is and there's also berries and shit. Would vary significantly based on the region. Uh, region. And uh, since most people don't have um, genetic testing done to see specifically where their genetics <laughs> regionally come from. And also, most of the genetic testing is bunk anyways. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know if you're going to be able to figure out the perfect ancestor diet that everyone's chasing. I don't know. I know mine. Yeah, it's yeah, it's skinach yeah. and cabbage soup. Yeah, so it's kind of bullshit, like a lot of things. The only thing uh, in that, that, that world, that realm... Of any value is, of course, Henry Rollins' essay, The Iron Never Lies. <laughs> I believe the, uh, he's wrong and the ball never lies. The what? The bong? The ball never lies. The ball, not the bong. What the fuck? Uh, you play basketball. You know when someone know. He, like someone calls a foul, and like, oh, nah, yeah. it's not a foul. And then they miss the shot. Like, ball don't lie. <laughs> ball don't lie. Ball and ball is fucking, life. Fucking pussy. <laughs> 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 Uh, what else? Uh, you know, Slenderman. Slenderman. Slender, Slenderman. Ah, Mr. Slenderman. I was thinking, what if there was uh, a cryptid called Slenderman? Oh, he's just like, yo, this guy's whack. He's yeah, he's so, touching kids. Yeah, he's like, uh, uh, this crazy he's, slander. He's a cryptid who just occasionally appears Drops on likes. local news and targets one resident. Just drags the name through the mud. <laughs> you know, God damn, everyone's living in constant fear of being a victim of the slander, man. You'd think, you'd think. I think, I think we got a short story on our hands. But you'd think because his name's Slanderman and everyone calls him Slanderman, when he came out and just said bullshit, people would be like, well, obviously that's that's bullshit. He's but no, people man. believe it. That's the thing. Well, he's that's Slanderman got, for you. He's got a really honest, trustworthy face. <laughs> Anyways, the suit like Slenderman. <laughs> oh man, I'm looking at him. He's so businesslike, and, and he speaks so well. <laughs> yeah, I it's trust the, him. The Donald Trump sort of uh, <laughs> Oh no, okay. Well, Donald Trump did not speak well. He wore a suit though, and <laughs> P- poorly. He wasn't one of those Washington insiders. He was. Uh, he was one know, of those New York dick fucks. <laughs> he just. Whatever he was friends with all the same people, and he occupied the space of other capitalists and stuff. But whatever, you know, he's a businessman. United States is a business; just has a monopoly. Yeah, on run, run, a, run a government like a, run the government like a business. Oh, that's fine. You ever see Elon Musk say that? He said it recently. He was like, "Yeah, he's uh, a fucking idiot." <laughs> well, he also cause... challenged uh, Vladimir Putin to a knife fight over Ukraine. So let's let's cool slam our jets. Let's fucking do it, dude. Putin. Ex- I. Putin, you yeah, yeah, no, no. he cannot. First of all, Elon Musk doesn't have the authority to fucking knife fight for someone, anyone at all. Period. He can't even knife fight for Tesla. He, he, if he, all you got to do, you just get the challenge out there, which he did, and now the ball's in Putin's court. Putin needs to accept. I want to. I challenge Elon Musk to knife fight, and loser leaves Twitter. Well, I mean, like, if I challenge Elon Musk to knife fight, loser leaves the earth. 
<laughs> I assume that someone's gonna pull me out before I kill him, but oh no, I don't know. No, those are the rules in my knife fight. <laughs> this is a fight to the death. Also, I imagine that would be the case with Putin too, right? Putin would just kill him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Putin actually knows what judo and sambo and you know, the, like the Russian Krav Maga. judo wrestling. That's the Israeli. Yeah, uh, but like fake the variation of it's, it's, I mean, it's not. I'm pretty sure he actually knows judo and sambo, if I remember my, uh, my Putin biographies correctly. I know I've seen him in some geese and stuff showing yeah. off. So hanging out with Seagal, right? <laughs> Seagal. I'll beat him, Seagal, too. Steven Seagal. Oh, anyways, what state was stupid bullshit, I must say. Oh, um. Oh, he was just like, uh, I forget what the context was, but he's like, oh, you, you know, the United States government, oh, really government yeah. it's a business with a monopoly on violence, which is, he just... Yeah, that's not wrong. Well, no, that's the thing, though, is the concept of, the, yes, there is state that the state has monopoly on violence is from, like, left-wing Gramsci theory type shit, right? Yeah. And he, like, heard, he overheard, like, Grimes <laughs> say that shit from a book she was reading at some point. Well, Grimes like, admitted to like uh, hacking some fucking <laughs> news oh, yeah, 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 yeah. blog the other day. So yeah, but you know what I mean? She like rolls around trying to look smart reading books. <laughs> so just imagine her reading Gramsci or some shit out loud. And like Elon Musk heard that and he's like, huh, oh, okay. And then a couple months later, he's like, now here's the chance for me to sound smart. <laughs> <laughs> when it's like. <laughs> It like doesn't apply to the capitalist framework of the idea of the government being a business and they have a monopoly on violence. That's they're not talking about it in monopoly in the the, the sense, in the of, sense of, uh, of the board game. <laughs> it just means that the state is allowed to commit violence and commit you violence can't. and you yeah. can't. And it's like that doesn't have shit to do with like the you talking about being a business. So fucking dumb. <laughs> I can't believe this shit. But you know what? We society, huh? People, huh? <laughs> they're fucking easy to con. I gotta stop being honest. No, they're on not. Because you know we're we're not making any money. I'll tell you that right now. It's because it, we it tell. It's because I'm on here telling people shit they don't want to hear. Marvel movies suck. <laughs> <laughs> and back in the day, around 2010, when Kanye West was ranting about how they wouldn't help him out do with his fashion line, his shoes and shit, and everyone thought he was crazy. He wasn't saying it very well, but you know what? He was right. <laughs> <laughs> they were excluding him from the true lover, like levels of uh, capitalist power and shit, because he was a black dude. That was real shit. <laughs> but also, he was crazy. I mean, he just like wasn't. Also, he, you expect regular ass people to care that you can't make your two thousand dollar Nike shoes? <laughs> yeah, no shit. I mean, no one. Yeah, fuck. I mean, he was right. There is like a the, larger problem, but yeah, it was yeah, also yeah, but like, like, fuck your shoes, man. Fuck here's the shoes. thing: the people that are like that would, would be on his side are also should also be like, and that that larger um, mm. you know, capitalist society shouldn't exist, you motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shut the fuck up with your two thousand dollar Nike shoes and your six hundred dollar white T shirts. I bought, I bought a pack of a pack of Hanes for ten dollars a Ross. This shirt's only $150. Oh, I swear to God, I saw a white t-shirt for $500. Oh, I'm, that's the resale market. <laughs> Shit's out of control. Slenderman. Uh, uh, mm. that, that's a fucking Slenderman. Yeah, you're, you're the Slenderman now. Slenderman. Slenderman. You don't have a suit, though. Hold on. We'll get you to men's warehouse. I don't know you're if gonna, I trust you. You're going to like face. the way you look. I guarantee it. I guess I think I, if... If I you mean, do, you do your hair right and take the bull ringer. I think you got yeah, it. Yeah. I think I do have a trustworthy face, though, because a lot of times people are always surprised that when I get up to no good. I think I have like that halo effect or whatever. Since like, <laughs> the Dennis and, the Menace. 
tall and like regular looking, people are like, well, I don't think he'd be any trouble. And I'm not. It's not like I'm evil. I just, you know, I play by my own rules, like John Waters. I'm a real Batman figure. Yeah, I'm a real Batman with the smoky eye. <laughs> uh, mm, 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 now I'm mm, a stand mm, for hope. Mm, uh, what else, huh? What else is good? Oh. The Oscars, they're happening. Who cares? Oh, uh, I did turn on HBO Max, and they have a lot more movies than I expected. Like, the surfing around, click on Turner Classic Movies. Mm-hmm. Like thirty-one days of Oscars. Oh, it's the heat in the heat of the night. Oh, in the heat of the night. All those classic films. Did you watch Crash or The Green Book? I uh, know they're not on turn classic movies. They're not classics um, yet. Give them about um, ten years yeah. now. So I'm, I'm sure though. Yeah, I'm sure those shits are going to show up on Crash or classic movies. What is uh fucking best picture nominees? What are they even? Nightmare uh, Alley. Yeah, Nightmare Alley. Um. Uh, what's that comment movie from the Will Ferrell's friend that's not his friend anymore? Not friends anymore, don't look up. I have him yeah, in front of me. One. You don't have to struggle to think of him. Uh, <laughs> no, no, because he's not a friend. He's not friends at, at all anymore, from what I understand. That's fine. Okay. So they're not frenemies. Because frenemies implies like a like a Batwoman or a Catwoman Batman situation. No, that's that's not just like a frenemy situation. That's like a crazy sexual tension, <laughs> I, or at least it should be. I don't like when they play like, "Oh, Batman and Catwoman." You, they always need to be like seconds away from having sex. <laughs> just tearing each other's costumes yeah. off. Uh, Nightmare Alley. I never watched it. I love Guillermo um, del Toro, but it didn't seem. I don't know. A, I just like. Don't I watched it. It was a it was a beautiful chore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Too long, um, meandering. And very pretty. Nice. Great cinematography, lovely soundtrack. I never want to watch it again. Yeah, he needs to go back to doing horrific shit. Uh, Belfast is, uh, I did, did I not like it, it you one bit. It, huh? It's uh, really saccharine for the subject matter. It's addressing I, I thought the trailer looked stupid as hell. Also, like, <clears throat> I understand it seems to be probably because of. Um, producing the film during covid but it has a lot of like technical flaws green screen shit yeah or? uh king Spider-Man richard, no, richard I didn't watch it no, i don't watch king richard i honestly forgot that came out it just seemed like um i don't know if it was a netflix movie but it seemed like a netflix movie when i like saw the trailer for it i was like that i don't think that's gonna be good uh don't look up stupid as hell yeah i do who cares uh, Licorice Pizza is all right. It's oh, an all right. Paul Thomas Anderson movie. I'll watch um, it in a couple days. Coda didn't watch it. Um, there's a better movie about the hearing impaired that came out like a year or two ago called uh, Daredevil. Down the Metal. Watch that instead. I think. I don't know. I didn't watch Coda. Fuck it. Slander Man over here. Slander Man. <laughs> Slander Man. Dune. Um, uh, pretty cool movie for what again. it was. Beautiful, uh, kind of like Nightmare Alley, a beautiful chore, in my opinion. I actually thought Dune breezed by pretty quick. Well, not quick, but... It, the, I just, yeah, I don't know. I've, well, my dislike of Dune is probably well uh, documented on the podcast at this point, so I need to go into it. It's nice to say, I didn't like the books, I don't really like the movie. Yeah, I don't have um, any feelings about Dune one way or the other as far as the books and stuff go. And I thought the movie was, okay, everyone's really hot in it, so that works. It's like a CW show. Mm-hmm. The Power of the Dog. I, the Power of the Dog is a pretty good movie. 
it's uh, very meditative, so probably not appealing to a lot of people. But I thought it was pretty good. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar didn't like it. I know that. Oh, well, he's only like Sherlock Holmes movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drive My Car is a really good movie. I hope it wins. Japanese film, much better than Western film. Definitely not going to win. Japanese. Gotcha. Parasite one. Remember? remember when Parasite yeah, I remember one? that. Yeah. That had buzz. No one's talking about Drive My Car. Ah, uh, but weirdos on the internet are. <laughs> not enough of them. Oh, and West Side Story, very <sighs> probably Steven Spielberg's most visually appealing film in years. Uh, still, I haven't seen it. It's so I, I don't want to. Why? Why would you make remake West Side Story? I, I think it's actually worth watching for um, the camera work and the choreography and just like the, uh, the 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 technical aspects of the film. But it is just kind of okay. That's fine. Which means it's probably gonna win. <laughs> well, I mean, usually the least offensive option ones. Yeah, that's I don't know the buzz right now. According to the internet, is that Coda's going to win, which is a movie I didn't even know existed until um like <laughs> a week nominations. ago. So uh, I didn't even know about it when they announced the nominations. Like I just somehow King Richard and Coda were just like not they didn't exist for me <laughs> until pretty recently. I had to stop and like actually look at the nominations and be like, what the fuck are these movies? But um, in olden times, years ago, I would have probably gone out of my way to watch all the Best Picture nominees, but I don't give a fuck about that shit anymore. Why didn't they nominate The Green Knight or Titan <laughs> or um, Mandy should have been nominated even though... It came <laughs> Mandy's a couple years ago. old, but all right. Uh, man, what fucking... When the kids movie came out this year, the one with the pig, pig. <laughs> oh, uh, Prisoners of Ghostland, Shion Sono's movie. That's fucking best picture with Nick Cage. Shion Sono, Nick Cage, impeccable combination. Also, it's like peanut butter and jelly. Also, legitimately, pig. Like they can nominate that shit. That's a good movie. Pig is a really <laughs> fucking good movie. <laughs> they nominated Don't Look Up for Christ's sake. Yeah, that should be pig spot spot for pig. It's all right. I, I have a feeling Nick Cage is going to sweep a lot of Oscar awards in the next few years. He's on I his, mean, he's on his think, way back again. I think so. <laughs> I think this is fucking... It's, this is Nick I Cage's mean, this is like the, this is the twilight of his career, kind of, right? So this is the era where, where these kinds of guys win Oscars. Hell yeah. It's fucking time. This is so many performances he could already won it for. Now it's time to give it to him. Face off. For some good shit. He's probably broken arrow. Oh, he's not a broken arrow. Probably gonna be in his uncle's passion project movie, so maybe that'll do it. Godfather four. <clears throat> if uh <laughs> I don't know where Francis Ford Coppola is gonna get the money to make this movie, but Oh someone's gonna throw it at him, right? I feel like Netflix has to Did he already did he come to Netflix begging? It was uh, hard for Scorsese to get the Irishman made, and he's Scorsese's much more consistently uh supported director yeah, than Coppola is at this point. It's kind of just like he fucking. It's hard to make movies these days, and the depressing part to think about is like um, Scorsese, Coppola, Spielberg. They when they were young, they got to make movies they wanted to make. Could you imagine like a, a young director now just being able to be like, "Hey, and you know what? It's fucking Star Wars. That shit <laughs> will never happen again. Never guaranteed that will never happen again." There will never be a new intellectual property in film. <laughs> I mean, I, let's be honest. There already was very few. 
a lot of them were like you know good adaptations from books or short stories or comic books or Alien, radio shows. Mad Max, Star Wars, Gremlins, Ghostbusters. Yeah, you remember the the ones that are important, but for every every one you can name, there's like ten that were coming were adapted from something else. Yeah, but now they just there's not any of them. Yeah, I know they're all Marvel movies. Or. <laughs> That's the whole point. Is like, yeah, they were, they, but they, but it used to happen. <laughs> every no once in a while, you got one. No and then for, every, for every Star Wars, there was a Beastmaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but um, never for every again. Luke Skywalker, there's a Puke Skywalker. Puke Skywalker. Well, that'll never happen again. Now it's uh, just gonna be stupid shit. All the time. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta shoot out five seasons of a Netflix show. There you go. No, Netflix, nothing gets to five seasons on Netflix. They cancel one out of every ten shows. Yeah. They just canceled uh, Mm. uh, the Babysitter's Club, which I'm sure my daughter's going to be upset about when I tell her. Well, I think actually um, the streaming services are going to be dominated by um, Korean media in the next few years. Oh, those, those shifty Koreans. No, that's not the Korean stereotype. That's the Chinese stereotype. Oh, damn it. Oh, no. Well, they, uh, the, the Western, or at least the United States understanding of Korean people isn't, is like so minuscule, I think, that there's not even like any major stereotypes about Korean people specifically, right? Just that. No, the most, but mo- uh, most of the United States, that's for sure. Uh, I think people, the majority of the United States is uh, Japanese, Korean, Thai, all, all these people, and Chinese, right? Those are just Chinese. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> barbecue, <laughs> Korean barbecue. That movie. That's pretty good. Yeah, people. In oh, United I thought you were talking about food. Uh, with people in the United States, no Koreans love barbecue. <laughs> uh, kimchi. <laughs> Big on kimchi. Randang. You want to talk about spooky shit at Mount Shasta? Hell yeah. Oh, first, um, is it all bears? Uh, or is it Satchmo? <laughs> <laughs> the trouble plan? Uh, first, though, real quick, um, Ghost Hunter reports a severe shortage, a severe shortage of ghost hunt. You think there'd be <laughs> tons of them now that millions? Of <laughs> they all, they all got taken up by COVID. Yeah, but, oh. oh, you think it's transmissible to ghosts? Yeah, I think ghosts got COVID. Uh, since January 2020, I've contacted all places that are believed to be haunted on my app and asked if residents, owners, or staff have experienced any explaining activities. So far, I've had almost 800 responses and even so-called very haunted places like Conisburg Castle in South Yorkshire, the Effington Park Hotel in Stratford, considered one of the most U- UK's most haunted, and Fortnum and Mason in Piccadilly say they have not experienced <laughs> anything in recent years. I think it's like the world's about to end. I think it is actually related to COVID in the fact that these places that um, make a lot of tourist money off of being haunted, uh, since they're not operating right now, they don't have any reason to make up any ghost bullshit (laughs) or to exaggerate mundane things as ghost shit. Oh, yes. We had three broken glasses last week. A ghost. Also, let's make fun of um, English names for shit for a second. Honestbrough, Yorkshire, Effington Park in Stratford. I want to keep going back to Piccadilly. Fort Norman Mason in Piccadilly. <laughs> Piccadilly. 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 
Oh, hurry up, I need a new Piccadilly to fetch some pipe. Let's go score some goals in Piccadilly. We're gonna beat the pants off those Piccadilly Prancers. <laughs> no. No, they would say something about Asians. <laughs> Beating Asians. Why? Because the UK is racist, <laughs> and we're doing a working class racist British man, actually. Yeah, but there's no <laughs> Asians in what we're talking about. We're just talking about Piccadilly. You said you're going to beat the pants off of someone. But you're the princess in Piccadilly. <laughs> oh, you're talking, they're going to beat the pants. They're going to do a hate crime against the LGBT person. Yeah. Yes, you see where I'm going with this. Yeah, they call them princes. I don't, know, I'm, I don't know how many Asians there are in, in Piccadilly, but there's definitely some princes. Well, in uh, the UK, Asians to them would refer to people of Pakistani, Indian oh, origin. Touche. Yeah, South Asia and stuff. So, yeah. More of the Caucasian Asians. Yeah. The people from uh, last week, we talked about the ethnically ambiguous cool zone. <laughs> from the cool zone. But England doesn't see it that way. I don't think they cool. see England as all that cool either, you know? England really did some cool shit. Uh, people in England love fucking England, is what I've seen from English people. No, I don't mean I don't think people in the cool zone really like England. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, strange happenings at Mount Shasta. Lost civilizations, Roman coins, and Sasquatch. I mean, Satchmo. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Mount Shasta is the second highest mountain peak in the Cascade Range. I was there once. It's a presently dormant volcano. I didn't know that. Is that where the water is? Has long been counted among the many wonders of California. It's like... Do I swim in a, in a, in a, in a lava lake? But in Mount, Sh Mount Shasta is like huge. Yeah, and no one talks about Mount Shasta that much in California, though, right? Is yeah, like, I don't think it was like, yeah, we're going to Shasta, and people are like, yeah, whatever, who gives a fuck? Yeah, people are like love Tahoe in California, not Mount Shasta. Uh, according to the U.S. Geological Survey, Mount Shasta has been the most active volcano in California during the past four thousand years, second in the entire Cascade Range to Mount St. Helens. Who's famous eruption in May 1980. Well, yeah, you're not going to beat that one. I didn't realize that was the same mountain range. But you know what? Mountain range is pretty big, right? Appalachia, that's a big old mountain range, right? The U.S. is, is pretty much sandwiched between two big mountain ranges. Yeah, Appalachia's been eroded over time, right? That's why it's a little bitch compared to the Catskill. <laughs> <laughs> little bitch-ass Appalachia. Don't ever come for the West Coast again, you fucking crackers. We got the big mountains. We got the Mount Shasta. The Sierras. The Sierra Nevadas. We got them all. Where are the Colorado Rockies at? Colorado. <laughs> oh, shit. That's kind of the West, though. That's the frontier. Front the frontier power. That's what I say. Not really. That fuck, that sounds kind of like white supremacy. It does, it's, doesn't it? Frontier power. Hey, yo, you, oh, I'm Native American. Well, too bad. <laughs> <I'm> level, <laughs> this is our frontier. But I've lived here for 2,000 years. Prepare to experience manifest destiny. <laughs> God's plan. God's plan. Uh, Shasta has erupted about once every 300 years. Producing many pyroclastic flows and lahars. Wait, when was the last time then? It probably last erupted in 1786. You asked the oh, question and shit. the answer was the very next, next sentence. We're, co we're coming up on one. 1786. 300 years, 1886. 
1986, 2086. Holy shit, it could be any day now. I'm not swimming there again. Archaeological evidence shows the earliest inhabitants around Mount Shasta were there long before its last eruption, dating back as much as 7,000 years. I don't think so. I think it was probably discovered by white people. (laughs) It's called Shasta. Duh. Yeah, very common white word. We use it to name our soda. It's very good soda. With little doubt, the early indigenous inhabitants of the area would have seen this eruption and recognized the incredible volcanic force of the blast as being a natural event that rivaled most any other. Um, They're like, shit, fucking man, God's mad at us. Is Shasta like a regional soda? Like maybe people listening to this podcast don't know what Shasta is. I believe it is a regional soda. Because it is uh, called Shasta. I I don't even know if they actually make it anymore. Shasta. Value price soft drink. Line with a wide variety of soda flavors as well as region. The company name is derived from Mount Shasta in Northern California and associated Shasta Springs. Uh, its, its headquarters was in Hayward. So, uh, yeah, I guess maybe it is regional. Also, um, <clears throat> it's a value priced uh, soda. So, yeah, a lot of podcast to, uh... listeners probably won't be familiar with it because uh, I believe the podcast listening audience is mostly like upper middle class. <laughs> Oh, they didn't buy value sodas, kids? No, they won't know about Shasta like us spores. No, RC Cola. RC Cola. What about, uh, what was that soda that Grandma always had? But it was like kind of ginger ale but like different flavors. You know what I'm talking about? Actually, that was Shasta, wasn't it? That was, no, it was uh, Saratoga. Oh, Saratoga. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, Saratoga, not Shasta. Saratoga. And then clearly that's Canadian, a, that's the other one. Yeah. Saratoga ships. Saratoga is a, a county in New York State. So do with that what you will. <laughs> we got um, I'm tired of reading about the history of that. <sighs> I want to learn about spooky shit. Well, my question is, is, uh, is Shasta holding its ejaculate? Yeah, that's kind of why it hasn't erupted in a while. It's doing uh, lava retention. Uh, the, let's see. Some of the benefits of lava retention for mountains are um, increased performance, uh, thicker hair, increased sexual performance. Um, the, the clouds uh, are d- d- lower. <laughs> <laughs> you get a lot more birds. Yeah, you taller. Mountains love birds. You get more snow. Semen stains the mountaintops. That's a Nutramilko lyric that for some reason I just saw. <laughs> No, Kyle, need your book out there on top of it. It's stupid. Well, I just remembered, I should say. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I remembered it. Uh, oh, here's some shit about Lemuria. We gotta, let me see where this shit starts. It's probably stupid. Well, yeah. Because all of this has been stupid so well, far. Well, Lemuria is a, a lost civilization of very powerful tall whites. <laughs> so they're probably going to say, oh, actually, uh, Shasta was the location of Lemuria. And whites did discover it. <laughs> uh, stories about the mountain continue to proliferate even in the 19th and earliest 20th century, many having to do with the supposedly hidden underground city inhabited by former residents of Lemuria, a purported lost content, continent that once existed in the Pacific Ocean, as detailed by Harvey Spencer Lewis in his synonymously written 1931 book entitled Lemuria, the Lost Continent of the Pacific. That was a long ass sentence. Whoa. That was one sentence? <clears throat> yeah. It's a fun one. 
Uh, yeah, so Mount Shasta, Lost City of Lemuria, or I maybe Lemuria is not there. It's just the residents who had to flee Lemuria went and lived in Mount Shasta. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, one such story, here's some other shit, shared by uh, Beth S., a listener of my podcast who had had an unusual experience while camping on Shasta back in podcast, the early 1970s. Oh, yeah, this is someone else. Yeah. Beth I had an experience with stress in the 90s. People chasing bears and shit. Well, I'd been 1970 or 91 while she and a friend were camping with the friends, aunt and uncle on the land lease they had on Mount Shasta. Fucking rich people, huh? Uh, we were talking hippie artists in the back of beyond, Beth explains, mm-hmm. who were living primitive with a small A-frame cabin and not much else. Uh, she recalls there are other nature-loving types who had been camping on the remote site. One day, the forest rangers came rolling in. Scary <laughs> goddamn fucking hippies. <laughs> Which she said was no easy feat on account of the location of the site. You could only get in if your vehicle could ford the stream with no bridge, and that after coming up on rough cut forest, blah, 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 blah. Forest rangers appeared on the day in question, ordering everyone to leave the location. Holy shit, the hell's angels were coming. Wait, isn't this a... They have a land lease here. How come the forest rangers order them off? Probably uh, imminent threat of forest fire or some shit. Everyone must leave immediately, no questions asked. Adding to the strangeness of their requests, the rangers also told the campers that the National Guard would soon arrive and would move us down to Whiskey Town if we refused. Oh, come on then. Let's do it. I want to go to Whiskey Town. <laughs> what, is that anything like Margaritaville? <laughs> it's a little bit sad. Well, what, what kind of bourbons they got there? I feel like it'd be a little bit sadder and like rainier. Oh, yeah, Whiskey Town is sadder than Margaritaville. It's but you know what? I don't like tequila, so I'd rather go to Whiskey Town. <laughs> Whiskey Town, to me, seems like it would be located in Ireland in a very rainy, storm-beaten cliffside. <laughs> I feel right at home. Oh, and that her friend's aunt and uncle would also lose their land lease. With no other options available, the campers packed up and left the area, all the while wondering what had prompted the sudden evacuation from the area. We didn't find. Are they out. Rangers even know? Never, never. <laughs> yeah, we didn't find out until we got down to Whiskey Town. Uh, the explanation she and the other camp presented appearing was at least as strange, if not stranger, than any of the existing legends about Mount Shasta. Uh, they were told that. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't stop reading this article. <laughs> Beth remembers it. She and the others, others were told that a Sasquatch family was making their annual migration down the mountain and had come into somebody's camp. <laughs> at which time, one of the campers had aimed a gun at a Sasquatch who proceeded to pitch the guy, pitch guy and gun into the woods and they sacked the camp. This guy was nearly killed. So the, <laughs> the Sasquatch were migrating. <laughs> yeah, down you don't point a gun at me and my children. And Sasquatch beat the shit out of this guy. They're like, fucking call the National Guard. <laughs> Sasquatch is back. It's like when Godzilla got hands shows up. Sasquatch. Yeah, it's like when Godzilla shows up. I, I, I don't know. With their modern weapons. I don't know if you remember that episode of the Venture Brothers where uh, Brock Sampson goes camping. Oh, yeah. And he, <laughs> he has sex with Sasquatch. No. Yeah. That's the million dollar man. Oh. A six million dollar man, not the million dollar man. You know what? I was just randomly saying that to be um like my usual style, just to say some random shit. 
And then, because I had completely forgotten <laughs> you remember that the, the episode, didn't you? The six million dollar man was that, like living in the woods with his Sasquatch wife. I was like, oh, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Sasquatch was a man, Kyle, not a wife. Well, he's. Was... I thought they... he was. He would. They were having. He was in a gay relationship with Sasquatch. Is that? Oh yeah, you're. Why am I thinking of like a Sasquatch that had like a bow and like lipstick on? Well, they tried to dress him up because <laughs> remember the oh, National Guard shows up. Yeah, and, and they tried to disguise past. him. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a six million dollar man and Sasquatch dressed as a woman. <laughs> uh, with little else you do, Beth and her cousin returned to Los Angeles, and her friend's aunt and uncle eventually returned to find their campsite looted, but it was still intact. Intact. <sighs> Fucking National Guard. I'm always taking shit. Um, shopkeepers in Whiskey Town had lots of tall tales. They said Jesus and his disciples lived in Shasta Mountain. And occasionally <laughs> came, that's Charlie Murphy. Occasionally came into town for supplies, paying in Roman coins. What the fuck? What is it? They're time travelers or what? <laughs> what no, they just said Shasta, Shasta in the seventies, right? This, it's, it's, it's Charlie Murphy disciples. So here's the thing: is it starts off like you think they're just like, yeah, you know, Jesus and his disciples, like that Mormon shit, right? Where Jesus came to the Americas afterwards, and blah blah blah. And you're like, all right, not too crazy. But then again, it came into town for supplies, paying Roman coins. It's like, fuck, you saw Jesus? You're not talking about this happened a, a thousand years ago. You're saying that Jesus and his Jesus showed up. He's like, hey, we need some bread and cheese. Don't worry, I got fish covered. Um. <laughs> Fucking! They actually showed us the coins. Beth remembered. No, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Beth! You're so full of shit. That's it. I should have read through this article first. All it is, the fucking yeah, poor so, shit. Yeah, I've been Sasquatch hanging out with Jesus. There's a Sasquatch there one time. He was a bitch. Well, no, he wasn't a bitch. He made the other guy a bitch. <laughs> Threw him in the woods. Yeah, Sasquatch wasn't hurting anybody. Why'd you point your gun at him? Uh, it's just toxic masculinity. You know how it goes. Stupid Satchmo. That's all I got for spooky shit. That's all I got about uh, Satchmo. That's all I got for anything. I'm done talking about Batman. Oh, I do have one bone to pick with you. About uh, Batman? No. Oh. But a comic book related because I was reading so much Batman. Um, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I remember Kyle talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ronin. I'll go read that. Yeah. Uh, guess what's not finished? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ronin. They never finished it? No, That's I crazy. think it's coming out in like a month or two still. So. That's crazy because, like, when I was talking about it, they it was were like a year like, and a half ago. Already like six months behind schedule or some shit. That shit rules. That's the independent comics for you. I think I was writing that they ran out of paper. The paper supply they were using didn't have any paper for them. It can happen to anybody, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I guess I'll do it for the old uh, VHS cult baby. Another solid. Oh, wait, are we older, baby? Hot Dude. content, baby. You remembered retain your ejaculate for superpowers. Yeah, you'll. Apparently, dead. retaining the ejaculate does everything I thought ejaculating did. Your deadlift will get better <laughs> if you retain your semen. I guess. You'll be in a better mood. If your you... wife will like you more, I guess. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it though. I no, I do eat a lot of grape nuts. That's how you do it. Grape nuts cereal. Fine. Isn't that why they invented grape nuts for for uh, mas- oh, masturbation? The, the yeah, Kellogg's man was yeah invented mm-hmm. cereal for masturbation prevention because he was really concerned with like the morality of. Mm-hmm. And also, he's like, I need to be strong and powerful. It's interesting how a lot of like it comes back around. Societal mores and beliefs about uh, what's appropriate and not are like. 
super counterintuitive to natural human behavior. And like we've designed a whole society around rejecting natural human behavior, capitalism, exploitation. Shit's I don't crazy. know if that I don't know if exploitation is necessarily humanistic or not. You know what I mean? There's plenty there's orangutans fighting each other in the in South America right now. I don't think orangutans live in South America though. Isn't it South America? What am I thinking of? Chimps? Whatever. <laughs> orangutans are new world monkeys. Aren't they? No, they're apes. They live in like Borneo and Java. Well, I, I mean, new one. Yeah, you. Asia. They're Asian continent, but they yeah they live in like uh, Java and Borneo, uh, the Indonesia area. Uh, chimpanzees and bonobos live in African continent. Gorillas are African and Asian. I don't think there's any apes, apes, primates, great apes that live in South America. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't know what I was thinking of. But anyway, it's probably confusing Borneo and South America again. Uh, I saw an article about chimps where uh, their leader was a bit of a tyrant who was hoarding um, all like the women and resources and shit. And you know what they did? They murdered him. <laughs> they murdered that guy. So that, I guess, what the we, we can learn a lot from chimps, can't we? <laughs> Uh, v- uh, another place you can learn things is vhskvlt.com where you can learn about uh, other podcasts we've done and you can learn about how to use Patreon to donate money and you can uh, if, you're, if you're watching on Twitch like and surprise, subscribe whatever that shit is on Twitch YouTube shit too uh, podcast shit, your Apple shit, shit, shit your Spotify shit, shit. Yeah, rate and review you know, honestly, fuck it all um, just Send me a dollar. Send Sean a dollar. For me, I just want followers, vassals, disciples. I want to. No, no, no. All cults are really about money making. So send me the cash. Not me. I I just want the power. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) I just want the power. I want to be a capital G great man. All right. Bye. Oh, but yes, but I yeah. want to be a capital B Batman. But yeah, go ahead and uh, subscribe and follow and rate and review and do all that shit. Goodbye. Have have a great week. VHS Cult.